Yo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to ask the questions. How young is too young to get married? How young is too young to have a drink? And how young is too young to have sex? (laughs) So what I want you to do, sit back, relax, turn this up really, really loud. (laughs) We'll drop the theme music and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. buys a pair of shoes without trying them on and nobody's gonna buy used shoes either and just like that we're back uh as i mentioned at the top we're talking about how young is too young uh you just heard a clip there from good times uh shout out to thelma and florida evans um i came to this idea about you know how young is too young is I was listening to an old podcast that I did. Uh, I was a guest on the podcast. Uh, Is the mic still on? Um, shout out to the crew over there. And uh, there was a question that came in and the guy kind of referenced in his question. He was asking for advice about um, getting engaged. Uh, and he mentioned that he and his girlfriend had been together for five years and he was thinking about getting engaged and he was 20 years old. <laughs> and I thought to myself and I said it out loud, like, that's really young to be thinking about getting married. Um, and I answered the question. I made the suggestion that he should wait five more years. And everybody kind of looked at me like I was crazy. But I was honest. I think, you know, that's kind of young. So it got me to thinking about this topic. Uh, and I think, you know, Obviously, we all have to make that decision, you know, if and when you decide to get married or at least entertain the possibility of getting married. Um, But I think generally speaking, I would not recommend that anybody get married before the age of 25. (laughs) And and there's a couple of reasons why, because I think one, um, I think first and foremost, you have to have an idea or goal uh, for, you know, what it is that you think marriage is and how you plan to get to that goal. Uh, it's more than just, you know, buying rings and, you know, (laughs) walking down the aisle. It's a whole lot more detail than that. Um, you know, marriage involves a lot of stuff. I mean, it, it, it really does. It, it entails so many things. Um, I'm a sports person. So I look at, I look at life like sports and look at love like sports. I look at marriage like sports. And if high school football, you know, you play on Friday nights, 
That's your little girlfriend, little boyfriend thing. Y'all mess around with them. But then you have some cats that graduate the Saturday football, college football. Stakes is a little higher. Is that the third? You know, the pros and you get to the pros. It's a few. It's only a few cats that get to the pros because pros involve money. It involves contracts. It involves lifelong commitment. It involves drastic change. Drastic change. It involves going to the film room. Look, this is what you're doing right here. This is what you got to fix. Yeah, this is where you fucked up. This is where, where you at right here. And sometimes you can take somebody to the film room over and over, and they just don't. Coach, I just can't make that block. <laughs> coach, I just can't make that block, Coach. I just can't make that block, Coach. <laughs> and if it is, you got to decide whether you're going to keep that player or you going to let that player go. So, you know, it, and when you look at that from that perspective right there, uh, you know, I think you have to have an idea as to how you're going to get married and more importantly, where you want your marriage to go. Uh, you know, full disclosure, I'm married, uh, <laughs> at the time of this recording, I've been married 17 years. Uh, now I will say that I say that in saying this, um, that doesn't make me necessarily a, um, a guru, if you will, <laughs> on marriage. Cause I'm not, you know, I'm still trying to figure this thing out just like everybody else. Uh, you know, I, I take it day by day and I think that's probably the most easiest thing to say, but I think when you're young, I think at like, let's say 20, 21, most people are still trying to kind of find their way, whether they be in college or uh, whatever the situation is and or if they're in the workforce and they're trying to kind of find their way career wise. Uh, And it's not to say that you can't get married at that age. I just think like a lot of times people are still what I call in the world. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like you still want to do certain things. You still want to party. You still want to kick it. You still, you may or may not be that serious about relationships. Uh, and I think, you know, by the time you hit 25, I think most people start settling into, or at least heading in the direction of where they want to go individually. Now, marriage is all about the collective. Uh, it's, it's about also, you know, maintaining your individuality within the collective. Um, So I think you have to have a goal and an idea as to where you want to go. And then obviously the person that you're looking to get married to should share that goal. I think, you know, for somebody under 25, I think you may or may not have the ideas fully set in place and everything in moving in that right direction. And so, you know, this podcast, I'm just going to give you some game. I mean, like, (laughs) you know, I kind of pride myself as an OG, if you will. Uh, I'm just going to give you some game. I just think like, um, you know, you probably, particularly that particular person in that situation and and anybody else listening to me, um, I think you should wait. I think anytime after 25, I think you have a better idea and a better grasp as to where you're going. Uh, and then you can bring more to the table as far as, uh, what it is that you seek. And then hopefully the person that you're marrying is, is seeking the same thing and you can travel that path together. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I think I see people make uh, is planning for the wedding, but not for the marriage. (laughs) I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I saw that uh, and I get it, you know, it's it's kind of like the end thing. Uh, And I tell people all the time, like a wedding only lasts 25 minutes. 
you know, if you don't believe me, you know, check your <laughs> check your watch. The next wedding wedding that you go to from the start of here comes the bride until he says you may now kiss the bride or he sh or she says you may now kiss the bride. Uh, it's about 20, 25 minutes. So a wedding, the actual wedding does not take long at all to happen. Uh, could be quicker than that. And for the most part, just a little sidebar, most weddings, at least the ones that I've gone to, almost every single one of them, including mine, doesn't start on time. <laughs> now, that what I mean by that is it could be five minutes late. It could be 10 minutes late. I think mine was like maybe six minutes off from the time it's supposed to start. But, you know, I mean, you're dealing with people. You know, nothing starts on time. Uh, but that, that's neither here nor there. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of people, they plan for the wedding. And, you know, and they get this these grandiose ideas from what they see on TV and reality TV and you know, you want to post pictures and everything like that. And that's cool. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great that you can have other people share in your wedding experience. But I think, you know, I think sometimes that idea of planning for the wedding and not for the marriage, you know, particularly when you're younger, um, you don't necessarily see it, you know, in the way that I think you sh it should be seen as um, a marathon and not a sprint. Uh, because if you're you know, if you're in it for the long haul, then yeah. And then that's something that, you know, you would have talked with your prospective spouse about, you know, about the longevity and how long, you know, t if you really, really want till death do us part. Um, but yeah, some people are just like that, honestly. And I see it all the time. And it's like, you know, I'm, I've learned to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't, I don't, if now if someone asked me my opinion, then obviously I give it to them. But, um, but yeah, don't, you can't plan for the wedding. I mean, you can't, yeah, don't spend so much time planning for the wedding and don't plan for the marriage. Uh, cause if not, you know, once the dust settles and the, the novelty of just getting it, getting married, um, once that settles, you know, you, you gotta do some married shit, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta make some plans. You gotta make some goals. You gotta, you know, move some things and go in the right, right direction. Um, co-mingling assets, maybe creating a family, uh, all of those things usually come, you know, within a marriage. So, uh, you best to be prepared and, you know, planning for a wedding that doesn't help it at all. Um, and the last thing, uh, reason why I think, you know, you can't be too young to get married is because society will fool you. Um, what I mean by that is that society will tell you that you need to be married by a certain age. Like I was listening to, uh, this Rhapsody CD and, um, you know, she Rhapsody, she mentioned in the song in one of her songs that, you know, some of her friends were approaching the age of 30 and were bothered by the fact that they weren't married yet. Um, and that's something that obviously as a man, I didn't experience. And by the time I was 30, I was already married. I got married at the age of 28. So I was beyond <laughs> I was beyond 25. And so, you know, I was, you know, about to slide into my 30s. Um, and honestly, that worked for me. I, I know people who got younger, who got married younger than that. I know people who got married later than that. Uh, you know, I think I got married on time. In fact, I, I, I'm honest that I'm honest with myself and know that I got married on time and I, I didn't get married any time sooner than I probably should have, uh, or later for that matter. Um, I think it's, uh, I, th I think it's paramount that, you know, you can't let society dictate 
you know, your time frame. And, and I know that this happens with women a lot and I'm not blaming any women, but, you know, society will tell you that you should be married and have, you know, 2.2 kids and have a house with a white picket fence by the age of 30. And, you know, realistically, that might not be your journey. But I think sometimes, you know, when you're very young, you don't see that stuff. And, you know, and it's a goal and an and ambition to get, you know, rushed down the aisle. Um, but honestly, if you want longevity and you want to you know, have something that will sustain, you know, you, you got to be a certain age and certain level of maturity. And I think if you're, if you're not 25, you're not old enough to, now, granted, you're old enough legally to get married by that time. But I think, um, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody under the age of 25 getting married. Not if you really, really want to be in it for the long term. Um, and of course, you know, obviously it goes without saying, you know, being married after 25, <laughs> nothing guarantees you because I mean, hell, the divorce rate is what, 50 percent. So, you know, it's, it's hit or miss. But I mean, you have two people coming from two different directions, um, two different walks of life, if you will. And they are, you know, trying to make a path as one, you know, until the end of time. And, and, and you know, you have obstacles and other things that come in, in, in the way and it's how you navigate it and you know, kind of push through it, if you will. So, yeah, my opinion, how young is too young? If you're under 25, that's too young to get married. <laughs> um, let's see, to drink. Um, I think if you're under 21, you're too young to drink. Now, I know, you know, legally, you know, most people, you know, <laughs> most people, you know, I want to say most people, some people that I know, uh, some of you listening, just a few of you listening, you know, probably had your first drink before you turned 21. Um, full disclosure, uh, I played football in high school, right? And then I played football in college at South Carolina State University. Um and so, like, because I played ball, for me, just on a personal note, I didn't need alcohol. I just, it, it wasn't something that I gravitated towards. It wasn't something that I wanted. It, I, so, <laughs> in a nutshell, I did not have my first drink until I was 26 years old. <laughs> I know you're thinking, like, what? How does he go to a black college and not take a drink. I just didn't. It was, it wasn't on my radar. It wasn't something that I felt the need to do. Um, I would be lying if I didn't say, if I said that, you know, my background probably played a small role in it. And what I mean by that is both of my grandfathers were alcoholics. Um, so like in my paternal grandfather, he actually lost his voice from years and years of drinking so he had to speak with like a little machine or whatever the thing is um and i remember talking to him on the phone because i'd never saw him before but i remember talking to him on the phone before he passed and just hearing him talk i mean it sounded like i was talking to a, you know a computer or something um but i'll say this you know i think my past may have had something to do with it but that's but that's me you know i i realized that i was the um uh the special case if you will um, but I was also the designated driver for most of my teammates, which was cool, you know, uh, and the fact that my friends drank didn't bother me at all. Uh, people respect the fact that I didn't drink. That being said, I think 21 is, is the right time if you so choose to. 
Uh, and the reason why I say that is because one, you have to figure out, can you handle drinking? Um, obviously, there's a certain level of responsibility. You can't obviously get behind the wheel of a car and drink and drink and drive. Um, but you want to make sure that you are able to handle it and not, you know, be <laughs> doubled over uh, a toilet praying to the porcelain gods, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and, you know, if you drank before or drank heavily, it's probably happened to you once or twice. Um, it's happened to me once. I've gotten drunk once and I talked about it in one of the first podcasts that I did. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it was called the last time that I got drunk and actually the first first and last time that I got drunk. Um, shout out to the strip club. Um, <laughs> but you can go back and listen to that podcast. Um so, yeah, I, I think you have to figure out, can you handle it? Obviously, you know, you want to drink in moderation. You want to drink uh, responsibly and you want to drink to the point where, you know, you're not getting yourself sick or even worse, getting, you know, to the point where, um, you know, you are uh, it's becoming a habit and it's something that you can't avoid. It's something that you feel like you need. Um, so I think 21 is a great time really for you to get an idea as to who it is that what it is that you want and how much you want of it. Uh, I, even to this day, I, and I've said it on different podcasts, I am very much a social drinker. Like I might, I might have a, like, let's say the weekend comes, I might have a drink on Friday and I might not drink again for another month. <laughs> like, and I've never been the kind of guy to come home and be like, Oh, I got to drink a beer. I had a hard day at work. And first and foremost, I don't drink beer. So, um, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, mixed drink guy, really, really big in red wines right now. So, <clears throat> you know, um, excuse me. Um, yeah, so red wine. So anybody out there who if you're if you have a <laughs> if you have some wines that you want to get rid of, uh, some nice reds or even some that you would like to recommend, hit me up. I'm all ears. Uh, but even then, I, I could have one. Like, I've, I've got a bottle now that I bought, like, two months ago. And I was supposed to crack it open. I just haven't gotten around to it. Like, so I don't have to have it. But I'll say this. You know, I I do drink responsibly. And if I want to drink uh, more than what I'm supposed to drink, you know, I do it right there on the couch. You can't. One thing about it, you can't get DUIs on the couch. Always remember that. Can't get DUIs on the couch. <laughs> Um, and I think the other thing about being, you know, too young is that um, we all have to have a reason as for why we want to take that drink. You know, maybe you want to take the edge off. You know, some people, you know, maybe some of you listening <laughs> become totally different people once you start drinking. You know, some people, they lose their, you know, they lose all inhibitions, you know, they're free spirits, whatever the case may be. And some people grow to like who they are once they start drinking. Um, so I think you have to ask yourself why. So I think that's important as well. Um, and again, it's not like you you have to. But I think at 21, you can make those kind of rational decisions. 18, 15, 14. No, nah, honestly, you're not. You you. you <laughs> <laughs> at 15, you're probably drinking Mad Dog 2020, at least, or at least some of the people that I knew, people I grew up with and went to college with. Um, 
you know, and I don't think Mad Dog 2020 is something that you want to be drinking uh, at the age of 18. So, um, you know, can you handle it? And then why do you want to drink? You know, and then, you know, obviously being responsible about it. So I think how young is too young to drink? Anything less than 21, you're really too young to drink. All right. I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick commercial. We'll uh, take a commercial and be back on the other side. We'll break it down and talk a little bit about sex before we get up out of here. Uh, sit tight. We'll be back in just a second. Well, I've heard about these guys with the really long horns. What are they called? I know this. It's right on the tip of my brain. Uh, long horns. Sure, Sam. Long horns. Right. Yes, next thing you tell me, this bird running down the road is a roadrunner. Uh, that's exactly what that is, Chuck. Bet you're going to tell me these weeds tumbling around are called tumbleweeds. Uh, what else would they be called, Chuck? Charles. You know what, Chuck? Let's play the quiet game. <laughs> long horns. Right. Yo, before I forget, uh, it just dawned on me uh, that this is my 100th episode, Uh, 100 episodes of the 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, I'll be honest, I did not know that until I just happened to look at this page here. Um, But I want to say thanks. Uh, Just got to say thank you for listening. Uh, I (laughs) didn't expect it to to make it to a hundred, uh, cause I don't think you go in, you know, with all kind of ideas or whatever like that. Uh, this is something that I really like doing. Um, and, uh, I really appreciate everybody rocking with me. Um, I, I know that there are numbers as to how many people actually listen. Uh, I look at the numbers maybe once a week, uh, but I'm gonna be honest. I'm not moved by the numbers. Uh, I, I like the fact that people, you know, listen and rock with it. Um, I'm surprised sometimes when people tell me that they listen because sometimes people listen that I don't know who they are. Uh, <laughs> in fact, most of the people that I know, family and friends, don't listen to it. And, you know, to be honest, I'm totally cool with that. Um, but, yeah, thanks for rocking with the podcast. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep doing it until, you know, I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, and before I forget, let me shout out some of my favorite podcasts uh, that I, I rock with each week. Um, uh, the Tackless Know-It-Alls podcast. Uh, shout out to Mia and Tyrone. Um, love their podcast. Uh, they drop every Monday. Um, so check them out. Uh, also, um, we did that shit uh, with Maya and Babi. And I love their podcast, too. Shout out to the ladies. They have a really, really dope podcast. Uh, They drop every Monday as well. And um, last but not least, man, um, Back Talk Media. Um, (laughs) Love their podcast. They are funny as hell. Uh, C. Rich, K, and my man Ray-Ban. They actually podcast from here in Atlanta. So uh, all of those podcasts, the Tackless know Alls podcast, We Did That Shit podcast, and Back Talk Media podcast can all be found wherever you're listening to this podcast right here. So uh, once again, thanks to everybody who listens and um, keep rocking with me. Peace. When you wait forever for the cable guy, you get bored. When you get bored, you start staring out windows. When you start staring out windows, you see things you shouldn't see. When you see things you shouldn't see, you need to vanish. When you need to vanish, you fake your own death. When you fake your own death, you dye your eyebrows. And when you dye your eyebrows, you attend your own funeral as a guy named Phil Shifley. Don't attend your own funeral as a guy named Phil Shifley. Get rid of cable and upgrade to DirecTV. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. And.
And just like that, we are back. Once again, it's your boy, 12 Kyle, the 12 Kyle podcast. And we're asking the questions, how young is too young? Um, As I mentioned before the commercial break, uh, we're going to talk about how young is too young to have sex. Um, (laughs) This is tricky. And the reason why I say that is because I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most of the people listen, I would say probably about 98% of this uh, of my listeners have already had sex. <laughs> so this doesn't necessarily include you, but maybe some of you listening and you're like me and you have kids and you, you know, you want to impart some wisdom on them, or as I say, put them up on game. Um, this is the podcast. Um, I think this is tricky because I think more than anything else, um, if you tell them not to, they're going to do it anyway. I mean, you have to remember yourself at 15, 16, 17, 18. Um, that being said, I think all, all the only thing you really can do is um, really just kind of give your kids or whomever it is uh, the wisdom and the knowledge that they're supposed to have uh, going into it. Uh, but there is a such thing as being too young to have sex. And the reason why I say that is because uh, a lot of people can't deal with the emotional roller coaster that you go on after having sex. Um, and you can always tell a guy <laughs> or a girl, <laughs> you know, after the first time they've had sex, you know, that, that there's that immense attraction to that person, you know, regardless of whether or not sex is good or not, because <laughs> for some, it just ain't that good the first time. Um, but Nonetheless, I think uh, I think, you know, you have to be able to handle the emotional roller coaster that you go on, um, the connection that you feel with that person. And obviously, if you're you know much younger, you don't want you know that to stain you, if you will. And, and you want to be able to kind of process those thoughts and process those feelings. Uh, I know, you know, just from personal experience, that's easier said than done. Um but I think uh, you, you have to kind of figure your way through it. Uh, but it's not easy, particularly, you know, if you're very young. So can I put an age on it? Uh, I, I don't know. I, it, it really just depends. Uh, I would be hypocritical <laughs> to say, you know, you shouldn't have a sex until you're 18 because I wasn't 18. <laughs> I think I was like almost six. I was 15, almost 16. And what's funny is looking back on it now, like from my friends, I was probably like one of the last ones <laughs> at 15, you know, male and female. So, you know, my, my friends are pretty fast, if you will. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, I, I think it's it's it, there is an emotional roller coaster. I think, you know, another thing, you know, why you could be deemed too young to have sex is because, you know, to be honest, you don't know what the hell you're doing. So, you know, it could be something as simple as, you know, putting a condom on right or just, you know, doing it right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, at 16, 17, obviously, you don't know what you're doing. You you know, you're, you know, you might be in there, you know, giving a 60, 30. You know what I'm saying? 60 pumps, 30 seconds. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's not, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, you know, that's, that's another reason to wait. But then again, you could make the case that, you know, if you don't know what you're doing at 15, 
know, if you don't have any experience, you're not going to know what you're doing at 20. You know, so it's one of those things that you got to got to practice, if, if you will. We're talking about practice here. <laughs> uh, but seriously, um, and I think last but not least, man, you got to be able to protect yourself and, and, you know, not only protect yourself, but protect the person that you're with. Um, and that goes without saying, I think a lot of times, you know, particularly in this younger generation, you know, these kids have, um, um, they're a little bit misguided as to what, you know, in what actually deems sex, you know, cause you know, there's a generation of kids who have oral sex and they don't consider that sex at all. And technically it is. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, you have to protect yourself and protect your, your partner and, and so forth and so on. So, um, Coming back to the question, how young is too young? Uh, if you're not mature enough to handle it, then that's too young, whatever that age is. I, I, I think that's the best thing that I can say about that. Um, if you're not mature enough to handle it, then you're not, then, then you probably shouldn't be having sex, honestly. Um, how, how will you know if you're mature? You'll know. <laughs> Trust me, if you're listening and you haven't, and, you know, and I, and I do know, like for me, on a personal note, I know that I have some Twitter followers who are, you know, in their teens, which is mind boggling in and of itself. But, um, yeah, if you guys are listening or young ladies are listening, uh, you know, don't do it until you're ready and you you'll know when you're ready. Um, and you don't need anybody to tell you when you're ready. You'll figure it out. So, yeah, uh, there's a such thing as being too young. And if you're too young, you'll know you're too young. <laughs> Yo, thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. Catch you guys next time. Five G's.